What is up, nerds? Steve here with Sack Incorporated to remind you to follow us on the social media platforms. That's right, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us there at Sack Incorporated. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching for Sack Incorporated and pressing that sweet, sweet little button. And don't forget to send us emails at sackingpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts, your comments, questions, concerns, neuroses, and psychoses. Give us your opinion on things we've talked about previously, or give us suggestions for topics to talk about in the future. That's sackingpodcast at gmail.com. Young people today can probably benefit from my 12 years in college, so here's some advice. If you're a young person who writes poetry, throw it all away right now. Alright, welcome to Sack Up. I'm Steve. I'm Ken. And um, we are here on January 18th, 2015. <laughs> And we were just having a long fifteen. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 15 I went to the I went to get a Valentine's set up a Valentine's Day um, appointment at a restaurant, a reservation, not an appointment. Yeah. And I was like no putting appointment. All right, good enough. <laughs> so I was putting it in this the the restaurant basically as online only, and so I was like putting up, but I put two fourteen fourteen. And so last year. So last year's basically, and I was like, yeah, they've got a time machine. So I was like, wow, I'm really surprised that they just have spots open this time, and. Then I reserve I reserved it and Gino's like, You idiot. This is totally last year. And I was like, fuck. I am in for the shittiest I do that all the time. I've got like Claire's birthday's in March. Mm-hmm. The month after fucking Valentine's Day. Ben's birthday's also in or is in February. It's coming up soon, actually. My mom's birthday's today or yesterday, but we're celebrating it today. Mm-hmm. I have to spend so much money in the first like three months of the year, I'm and like, also Dying. leading up to Christmas too. You have, you have yeah. like a five month block where you're, well, yeah, you're spending I mean, all done, of this money. I paid my car insurance this month. I'm like, I'm not poor. I still have a shit ton of money, but it's still, <laughs> it's just <laughs> seeing it, seeing a poor. paycheck come in and then instantly be converted into financial obligations makes yeah. me want to die. It sucks. It should be converted into things that I want. America, yeah. Um, so we haven't talked about the Expanse series yet, like on this, on this podcast, but we're all like, we're reading, you're done reading it. I just have the last book I haven't read. I am. Cibola Burns. I'm in the middle of it. You have kind of got halfway through the first book, but they're making a TV show out of it on sci-fi. I'm. I didn't look at the article, but I saw those. Super excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm actually. I am flip of a coin excited. So sci-fi, sci-fi, but but my understanding, and you know, this is just internet readings, but it looks like they're trying sci-fi trying to go back to sort of the original roots. So like like their heyday, like Battlestar Galactica and a lot of other, you know, when the shows. You mean the only thing that matters is Stargate SG One. Basically, okay. In any case, they're trying to go back to that kind of, you know, they feel well. It's funny because they stopped. They stopped doing that stuff because they didn't think it was going to hit a large enough audience. Well, yeah. it wasn't. That was the problem. No, well, the thing is, it's funny because they stopped doing that, and so they started putting a lot of like a lot the of their shows. Show well, it was like it was like Eureka. And so they're like, they're sci-fi-ish, but they're very like terrestrial based. I, I remember Eureka, watching Eureka but... and thinking it was Eureka Seven. And I, I remember hoping every, that. I remember I hoping that. The channel and, and it, it wasn't that. Eureka Seven. It I was like, that. fuck. <laughs> but it was, it was very like shows because like around that time like crime dramas and cop dramas were becoming like all the hit ratio. Trying to have really mm-hmm. similar stuff. So it's really funny that all of a sudden like The Walking Dead comes on yeah. and that's a huge success. You know, ter- that is the most terrestrial show. I, well, I'm talking. I'm talking more like like super sci-fi. It's fantasy. Like, it's fantasy, but, but like. It, 
It's like it's pre- outside of the norm. It's, the right. It's, it was like the premise. Like if that when they were like debating on how they wanted the network to go, like they're like, we can't do this because no one's gonna watch this shit about zombies. Who wants to watch about zombies? Like because the main audience they're trying to attract is eighteen to thirty five year old females. That's like the largest audience of TV watchers. Or it's like unsurprising. Actually, I think it's like twenty five to forty six, but it's like the largest on sci fi. No, just in general, in and general, all in all okay. TV, because like, they're mostly <laughs> sci-fi. Target audience is like twelve. To I know, but <laughs> <laughs> mostly standard. It's mostly just like stay-at-home moms. I don't know. That's just the largest. For females watch more TV, I guess. But that's like the viewership, well, and so make the money. They were looking at that, and they're like, <laughs> the, a thirty-six-year-old female mom is not going to watch zombies. There are they're not going to watch like hardcore they sci-fi watch a space crime drama. So. Well, it's just, battles. and the article I read had a lot of, it listed off more shows like that, and I'm trying to think of, like, or, like, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. where it's just distinctly fantasy, sci- like, just way out, like, something that's not even, like... Something super outside of, It's like, just not the real. There's no, there's yeah. no reality to it yes. whatsoever. There's no, like, oh, it's a crime drama, but, oh, there's little bits of aliens going on here. There is reality to The Walking Dead, though. They're in fucking Georgia. Or even, a like... Place that exists. Yeah. Or even, like, um... Eureka, Doc- California, says I have grandparents that live there. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, so they're trying to do, like, Eureka's what they they're wanted. Trying. They're trying to get that. That's it's, it's something where people can relate to, but it's little bits of random sci-fi. So it's like, oh, we're the sci-fi channel, but we're basically just a detective here looking at, you know... Space aliens. Except for things but, like Sharknado. Well, that was a whole separate thing, but so then Doctor That's Who, Doctor Who got to the U.S. and got really—it was always in the U.S., Doctor but it got Who, it got a really large, it got a really large following. It grew, the following here grew. Walking Dead, so all this stuff, and so. It's sitting here, and it's like they feel like they missed out, and they kind of did. They're, like that's the sci-fi channel; they should be doing this yeah, shit, I can't and they the last time they passed over all of that. And so, heard sci-fi having a good show. On well, the the person that changed it from sci-fi, like S-I-F-I, or S Y F Y, yeah, it was S C I F I. Sorry, to like weird, yeah, sci-fi. I guess which means like syphilis and basically in Norwegian or something. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I remember that story. But he uh, he left, and so they replaced him, and so now they're really trying to push out a lot of really strong sci-fi. So that's what gives me hope, and this is the the Expanse will be their largest budgeted show in sci-fi history, which I'm not saying that's going to be a lot. I want sci-fi to become the HBO of this shit because I would love for someone. To make an HBO quality show in Miles Hands. So, yes. Well, the thing is, is that you'll never have that level of funding that HBO and like Showtime has, but they were saying like this, the oh, amount of money, so the amount of money they're putting into this to the expanse is going to be more than what The Walking Dead has. And they, so it's at least going to be on that yeah. level. Well, it's going to have that level of money. It's how yeah. it's used. Well, well it, you know what I'm saying. From the trailer. But in the past, they, they haven't put that much money no. into these shows. And you can tell by the crappy like sci fi, and they're going to try to. I don't know if they want, they're going to, because they've got a lot, a lot of acclaim, but they're going to try to ditch this, like, shark, the really shitty, like, the Sharknado, the, the homemade stuff. movies, the, stuff. the B, the B level, the B level movies, yeah. like the made on TV shit. So. Well, what, from what I saw of the trailer, it looks The Expanse on sci-fi is like Game of Thrones in space. Mm, no, that. that's not true. That's but, hype shit right there. Yeah. But the, the, uh. From when I saw the trailer, like graphically, visually, it looks NBC, good. Yeah, it, plays, does like, yeah, it does not look like it does not look like a B level sci fi movie. It looks what's well, a show? It's, it's gonna be a show. Lens I know it's gonna be a show. But. And got lens flare and they're yeah. hoping they're hoping it goes for like they're saying everything goes well. Like they said, there's enough material for like seven, eight, nine seasons. Yeah, yeah there's there almost is. apparently there's gonna be ten books in this in the Expanse series. Really? I yes, I haven't heard that. That's, that's the, not seven, eight seasons, and that's the rest of our. Well, they, life. Yeah. well they, they were they were counting the amount of books out already. Which is, they've got four right now, so yeah. that's like, I mean, if they can turn Game of Thrones into however many seasons, there's only, what, there's five books out, so. But the, um, 
the IGN article I read, like the interview that they did, the guy said specifically, they said there's four books out now. The fifth one is almost out, and there's plans for nine or ten books. Sabal Burn like just came out though. How is there a fifth book coming out? I I don't know. It's two people, so it's not. That's true. There, it's it's as if you were having Steven Erickson and, and Ian as yes. yeah. writing. <laughs> but um, I will say that I've already thrown that out there. I really disliked Daniel Abraham's other books, so I'm very surprised. But you just liked the what? I disliked his other books. The guy, which one? Daniel Abraham. Oh, he's yeah, actually Abraham? the he's yeah. actually the main writer, of my understanding. Because he maybe he just finally found his fucking niche, you know. Like, or my my thought is the other guy came up. With, he's the guy that came up with the most of the ideas. I'm thinking he just has good ideas and this guy's writing it. Because this, I think. Well, you still have to write a good idea well in order for to right. But his, it. I just feel like his Abraham's story suffers from just really weird plots and really weird things. Yeah, like, and maybe the other guy is just like kind of like his, tweaking uh, it. His main book that I tried to read and I I still haven't finished. There are 13 species of humans. And each species had, like, slightly different characters. Like, one's blue and has an extra arm. And, like, one's yellow and has bug eyes. I was blue and had an extra arm. And, like, these guys are, like, fighters because... I don't know. It was just really stupid. Well, and you see the same thing in uh, in the Expanse series with the Belters versus the the inner... No, but that makes makes sense to me. It does, biologically. Yeah. It's not too many. But maybe he originally had, like, 15 races of humans. (laughs) The brother's like, stop it, dude, stop it! The other dude was like, no, no, no. (laughs) Two and Martians. (laughs) So the way it's going to work is there's going to be Leviathan, Wakes, Caliban's War, Abaddon's Gate, Sibylla Burn, and then there is... It's announced in 2012 the Orbit Books had ordered a further three books in the Expanse series in addition to five novellas set in the same universe. Uh, I will will say that after reading, so the first three books is really where, like, the action be Well, it's just, it's kind of like the setup, and then once the, like, the series could have ended after the third book. And so I'm actually, I'm actually having a hard time getting into Sabula Burns. Really? Because it's kind of like, and the end, and then it's like... By the way, and like, there's yeah. more! Yeah. And then there's more, and you're like, well, I feel like in Solbola Burns, they'll like. It's, it's hard because I don't want to like, give anything away, but it's. Yeah, it's no. The character view. No, there's just like that that looming threat, that pressure that you kind of get in all the other books, like, doesn't really, like. It's been alleviated, so to speak, so. You're kind of. It's just you're reading a book about, like, cleanup, basically. It's not even cleanup, <laughs> it's just like, okay, like, it's on. It's almost like in, like, anime, like, a, an arc end, or like a main, like, this arc ended, now it's on to the new stuff. Oh, so it's like what you would imagine the book after the Crippled God would be, where it's like, you're reading a whole book of, um, what's his face just fishing in Dirigistan. <laughs> yeah, unless, yeah. Well, unless, unless you bring some type of greater. Presence of well, yeah, the past, but, is, but they, they've eliminated the final great foe yeah, so, of their world. So I now it's literally just a guy who fishes and talks to a fucking lake demon. I haven't read. <laughs> I haven't read too far into it, so I, I still, you know, have whole reservations. But it's, it, it definitely becomes. I I don't want this to become like the Dresden series, where it's just like mini a, a mini episode of adventures. Like I'm Harry, yeah. and I'm gonna go save the day. All right, save the day. Next, yeah, like crime nice. to pop up, and that's kind of the vibe I'm getting right now. But yeah. hopefully, it gets better. Um, but anyways, it's an awesome series. I like the idea. I like how it's, like you were saying, it's placed in the near future, which you don't get a lot of. You really get a lot of, like, super future, like we've got spaceships and colonies and time travel and war. Yeah. That's what we do have in this book. <laughs> that's what, no, no, that's what I'm this saying. This book is like four, 400 years in the future. Well, no, it's no. only 200 years in the future. Yeah. And this book, okay. it, this book is more Bebop than Mass Effect. It's 200 years, like, and they, course, they, no. they haven't Mass left the, they haven't left the solar system yet. The end yeah. of the spec, well, no, that one guy did, he's just dead. Though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy who invented, yeah, the, the something Epstein was like, <laughs> jumped on his yacht and took off. <laughs> Never, well, for, yeah. 
Well, the funniest part of that entire series, not the funniest, but one of the brings me great joy. We flood the solar system, just we do it via robots. Right. So. Yeah. We're talking about like mass, like humanity can do it easily. Like up yeah, no. later Earth, like time to go somewhere else. But something that really I just saw and it was a great idea was how they have the the Navu. So do you guys have you read up to the Navu? I yet? have read a third of Leviathan Lake. So it's yeah. mentioned. It's the Mormon colony. The genesis. Time, the generation. The, ge- the generation ship. Yeah, they basically build a massive. No, I remember Ken telling me about. Yeah, this, this fucking huge ship that's like as big as like you could fit like four like. Uh, capital ship class dreadnoughts in the the stomach of it, like it's so big. Like. It's huge, and it's basically it was commissioned by the Mormons, so that obviously they were just everyone's gonna get on this giant ship and just go. Good mm-hmm. and forever go away, and they're gonna explore the, the whole world to like to basically the, to go find God because Leave they're they're the in space ideas. now. So yeah, but. the the one thing that I'm so they're saying that they have all this material and enough material for all these seasons, but the one thing I'm concerned about is that. Um, Christian, well, Christian, uh, Avarasala in, from the second book, the, the, the UN, the UN Indian lady. Yeah. Yeah. She is in, they have her casted already. So she's going to be in the first season, Yeah, which means they're not following. They, they said, they said, yeah, but they said they're going to try to do it really like. Well, they're streamlined. They also, the two writers are writing for the show. Yeah. Well, they're saying that. So, like, they're saying. I think at least they'll do a good job reorganizing. Everything. I think. I think the goal is just to get it a little more streamlined. So they'll probably bring in the characters. I think throughout the show because I don't know. Like, she probably won't play a major role probably until close to the two. end. Well, they, they just s- want to introduce her. In IGN, in IGN interview, they said that their plan with the TV show is to flesh out things in the book that. They didn't have time to get to, which is really backwards. Oh, so to you're me. writing 13 books. Why couldn't you just take it more fucking time? But to just write the with first one? Well, and just with a book in general, like the great the great thing about books is you don't have a time limit. You don't have to. You don't have a one hour like episode time limit. You can write a 5,000 page book if you really want to about whatever. And so the idea that like there are things that the authors just didn't have time to get to in the first book. To me, is hopefully it's just and, like and scares me. A I think exploration it, of I, the science. I think it might be more just exploration of the characters, even because like the the way the books are set up is that every book has two to three viewpoints, of which one viewpoint is always going to be James Holden, basically the hero of yeah. the book. And so, because of that, like you only see each of these people per book, so I can see why that could be difficult from a, a, a yeah, TV you'll, standpoint. You'll essentially have people like. Uh, oh fuck! It's like it, it, Miller will be in the first book season. Everyone will love him, and then it'll come to season two. Where is he? Right, yeah. you, it you, doesn't it, matter anymore. It would be the point where like you'd almost have like different casts per show because the book, except for basically the the crew of the the Rio Conte, you know. So the Rocanante, I call it the Rio Conte. In my the head. Rio Conte. I think there's no that's, I in there, but technically, it's R O C I N A N T. Yeah, it's freaking his horse. Quixote's horse, right? Or Don Quixote's horse? Yeah, I believe so. Um. That's yeah, probably why, because I thought Quixote, so Rio Conte is probably... Yeah. He's got a name as well after him. But it's, it's... I'm excited. I'm... Because it's sci-fi and because... Like, I'm reading the books now, and for some reason, I don't have as high of expectations for the series as I had for, like, a series like Game of Thrones. Like, and I think it was because they did... The, the first season of Game of Thrones is so spot on. I mean, they follow the first book almost, like, line for line, word for word perfectly, and then they started changing it. With this one, I'm ex- I'm fully expecting them to change it, and I'm okay if they do because I just really want to see what this world looks like visualized. I want to see it so bad. Yeah. Well, keep in mind that George R. R. Martin 
was a screenwriter too for a very long time. So he wrote a lot of his. He books. probably wrote his books with the intention that they'd become. They a yeah they, they definitely are written from a, a in a way that translates to to film and to, to TV really easily. So not a lot of books do that. Yeah, that's why the person who can make the Malzahn series good is has my eternal respect. Yeah, I just. I would like that so to happen, but I just do. don't know how it's it, such it's a so, they need to pick, it's so complicated. They need to pick one book and make like a three hour movie. Where like the first to me, Mal- the, to me, the first and got third it. hours are just exposition stuff. To me, Malazan's gotta be an HBO like Showtime yeah. movie series. Like, well, Gardens of the Moon was written to be a movie. It was written to be a movie, but they've they've changed that because it really it was written as a movie, didn't sell, and then they were adapting it. And I feel like they could do a movie of Dead House Case. I just this, the the amount of backstory to get everyone up to speed. Is well, that's just... that's the nice thing about Malzahn. Knows there's there's a, every like other book you actually have no idea who the people are in it are for the first like four books. Yeah. Like Deadhouse Gates has like very few characters in common with Gardens of the Moon. So you're not following Perrin and all of them anymore. You're following yeah, but if you're making who are but you've got to got to with any show you got to make sure the audience can build, the audience can build connection with whoever you're watching and if it's yeah. just so like flash, I flash, 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 think flash, that yeah. they would do a really good job of crucifying Coltane and having him get shot through the fucking face well so the and that the, would be the ultimate the, emotional the trailer trailer dogs obviously be like one of the best you know I think like if they were to take that as their source material that just that arc well, that's what I'm saying that would be a great one yeah it's like the whole book is like perfect for a movie. Because there, most of the characters in that book, you never see them again. They all die. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you yeah, you get true. introduced to them and you lose them within the same book, except for like Dweaker and them. I think with the complexity of Game of Thrones, with just the sheer number of characters and the politics and the backstory that's involved in that, I think that they would be able to do Malazan fairly but, well. But politics, you can explain. That's very common. And the thing about the thing about Game of Thrones is that other than the fact that the others popped in and out and there's every now and then a little bit of like godly speak with what's her face the priest the priestess Melisandre for the most part it literally is just a medieval setting it's like yeah, them, it's, it's, magic, it's yeah. them doing like Camelot or them doing any other like King Arthur any other medieval show right it didn't have to be magic related it's just like we're doing a show about like Swords. what it was like and to be live in a castle it's the same kind of filming required and all it is for there is because it is about politics Right, that's that's literally like to make good that's the juice. Like, what is House of Cards, which is politics, right? Yes. Good so, politics, right? Good politics, but that's so that's what makes it interesting because it's the intrigue that translates well to the TV. It's not the shooting the magic fireballs yeah, and the blowing you, the thing up. How do you like, animate Quick Bang? Good yeah. luck. I don't know? doubt the animation will be good, but I doubt is people understanding what's going on in a very like it can be done, but I just think it's so difficult. And like a lot, you, you see a lot of movies that were after Lord of the Rings came out that were fantasy based movies that were. That really didn't get what Lord of the Rings did right. Because no. Lord of the Rings... So you, you've got this whole, like, we're fantasy. But if you don't really explain it and make the characters really personable, like, no one's going to care. It's going to be, like, of the list of them, like, Aragorn was trying to be transcripted. Like, the yeah. the um, the Golden Compass trying to get mixed in there. And there's a slew of B, like, really crappy fantasy movies that got put out there that... As long as we have big battles and swords and wizards, everyone's going to want it. And they just did terribly. What know? was that one... Dragon Guard, I think. Is that what it was? Not not Dragon Guard the game, but Dragon Wasn't there like dun- like Attack on Dungeons Keep or something like that a movie? Dungeon There's the Dragon it's it was the one about like they base human beings in like the year two thousand 
accidentally awoke a dragon and dragons came up and I took over the I don't Rain of Fire? Rain of Fire. Wasn't that yeah. TV? That was a TV show, no, wasn't that? No, that, that was, was a movie. Uh, oh. Yeah. Fuck and with yeah. Matthew McConaughey yeah. wielding his axe. Oh, he man. fucking fights dragons with a fire axe. That movie was so interesting, but I saw it like when I was way too young and I couldn't get like it wasn't immediate battle, so I didn't get interested. I fell asleep. But I just so remember you need the battle. Then I guess <laughs> I need the battle just because like you need to show me that there's something that these people are fighting against, not like in Godzilla or whatever, where it's just like ooh <laughs> something blew up this town. Wonder what it is. No, I need to Vague see shots of like, it, like burning a town to the ground. You don't yeah. have to fight back. Just just get me hooked on the dragon, and I will stay yeah. for the rest yeah. of that shit. I just remember there was a scene in that in that movie where they're inside a house and they start seeing these little little dragonlings are like that big coming down from their chimney or something. And I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> Do you remember that movie Dragon Wars? Do you guys ever? Dragon no. Did you ever? That? Jesus, it's that for like fucking it was a, No, it was this awful movie that came out in the early 2000s that was just basically about dragons fighting in like the middle of New York or something. I think it was Dragon Wars. They need to remake it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if for nothing else, I actually, yeah. I actually think if they if they got a good writer to take the source material and make it better, I think Dragon Guard would actually be a pretty good movie. Like uh, if, if, but if obviously they've got to cut out all the right, there's a bunch of crazy shit. And the trailer stuff, will tell you, or the the poster alone tells you everything you need to know about this movie. <laughs> that's not a dragon. That's a like fucking a cobra. <laughs> yeah, it was. It looks like Vertigo yeah. from Primal Instinct. It or looks, whatever. 2007 is when it came out. Jesus no, this Christ. is the sequel. I think Dragon Wars Two. Dragon Wars Return D-War. of <laughs> D-War. Dragon Wars Two. Return of the Dragons to fight the dragons in the middle of the dragon. You know what movie that I really want to see? I that I don't that know. Awful. In my mind, it'd have to be almost like an indie movie, but I think a Shadow of the Colossus movie would be really cool. That would be interesting. I think, have to... I think that you could make that a really good, like, 15-minute short, but I don't think you could do a whole movie with that. He doesn't say anything. Well, I, well, that's what I'm saying. I think it'd, have to, it'd, have to, it'd probably be some kind of indie artsy movie, but I, I think the a premise... Pixar, a Pixar Well, short. no, just... No, just it basically would just be him. I think you'd probably only really just have him... Most of the movie would be him trying to climb one of the colossi, and I think... No, I think you could do it, him killing a few. Because you can't make one movie... I mean, it, a battle in that game takes, like, five minutes if you know what you're doing, right? Right. So, so you can't, like, make well, a whole movie I, I think you would, ma- like... you would make it less about him climbing, more about the quest to get up there and why he was doing it. But I think... Yeah, because I think, that they, like, a movie that was just a dude climbing giants over and over again would be a little... I'm just thinking visually, yeah. like, if they did that really well with the visual effects of just these giants and these, like... Well, what they should do is put out the sequel and then make a movie out of that, because that looks a lot more... Last Guardian? Yeah. I don't know if that's a direct sequel. It's not sequel, a direct though. sequel. It actually, it's t- a sequel in the world. It'll be a, actually more of a sequel to was Ico. Is that the one they yeah, made? Yeah, it's never coming Ico out, so, so it doesn't cool. matter. Like that game will never. If that game comes out, I will. I will be shocked. I don't think it's ever coming out. Why it's it? well, it's just stuck in development hell. It's been there. It, they've been. It's been development for like ten years. I don't. I think people misunderstand. Like the development hell is. It's very easy to get out of. Development hell is real, son. It is real. I mean, well, it's it's easy to get there and it's easy to get out of, but you as a developer don't get to make those choices. You have to wait for the money-grubbing fucking idiots above you. Well, The Last Guardian... making good decisions, and they can't do that because they don't understand the technical side of what you're doing. So The Last Guardian was announced in, like, 2006 for the PS3. And it never came out. And then we didn't hear anything about it until last year when we heard that it was canceled. And then Sony 
came out and said it's not canceled, but we still haven't heard anything about it at E3. It's been almost seven years. Games that... It was planned to be released in 2011, though. Yeah. I mean, that's a four-year development cycle. And But it's 2015 now. I mean, where where is that? Yeah. It ain't ever well, coming out. It's, it's gone. No, it can come out. It's just they... I, they definitely missed their window. It's not going to do as much as they... It's not going to do as well as they would have thought it would, because they haven't had... Uh, the precursor games haven't have been out too long. No one gives a shit about them anymore. Well, but they, they made the HD collection or whatever that had Shadow of the Colossus and Ico on it, and people played that and still really enjoyed it, so there's still a strong fan base. Well, I'm not saying but... there's not a strong fan base, but now you're like, hey, if you want this game, it's going to end up being on the PS4. Yeah. Like, I'm... I'm not surprised it went in development hell developing for the PS3 because that was the era in which all those console makers did everything they could to like make their hardware super stupidly proprietary, which just made it hard for... That's why you had so many exclusives for either side a lot of the time, was because you could either invest a lot of time learning the, the stupid cell architecture for the PS3 or like power pc or whatever bullshit xbox is using. like now it's just x86 like anyone can make a game for the pc and it flies over to xbox one and ps4 no problem yeah and, and in fact we use still the only standouts they're they're actually using power pc in there so are they yeah which is stupid why are they always a step behind why is well, Nintendo you always remember, a... I mean, the wii u is supposed to be a it was a next-gen console because it came out after like, the Wii was the Nintendo's equivalent to the 360 and the PS3. But the like, Wii U came out before Xbox One and PS4 were even a gem in, in Sony and Microsoft's eye, as it were. Yeah, but, but the... they've said before, they can't. They know they can't, like, compete, so they have to innovate. They could compete if no, they, they tried. Can't. They, they, could they are not a good enough company for that. You don't think that if that they could build a console that has nope. the same I specs don't. as the PS4 and the Xbox One and put out good, a good Mario no, game because, for it? Well, no, that's the problem is you don't need all that power to put out a good Mario game. Or, I won't say a good Mario game because there aren't any, but for a Mario game, you don't need that much power. Yeah. Like they're, they're able to get pretty surprising fidelity out of that thing for it only having like a gig of RAM in it. <laughs> like 512 megs of VRAM. They could if they wanted to, but I well, just they're, they're, sell. But they're well, That's they're the just. Problem. I think it would, but it de- it, de- it depends. It's just a different market. It's just a different strategy, right? Business strategy. You've got two yeah. people already doing this, and they're That's already giants, and they're established. You've got Nintendo, which basically is just going for the other market, and just I don't know, and they're doing sort of okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> now Smash came out finally. Well, they. I mean, to be honest, like Nintendo, unlike the other consoles, is. Uh, systems has always done extremely well in Japan. Like they, oh, yeah. their sales in America have actually been not great. Yeah. If you exclude like a three-year window when the N64 was like the dominant gaming system, right? Yeah, but even then, but even then, their their biggest selling, like the, Nintendo's best selling, well, like whatever is is, is their is their handhelds. Like yeah. The Game Boy, the Game Boy line has made Nintendo more money than anything yeah. that they have the ever PSP put out. The PSP is fucking garbage compared to the DS. And that's always where the bread and butter has been. It has always been. And that so way. you know, they I just keep, wish they'd actually put out good fucking games. For they it. keep their tech low, and it's kind of what Steve's saying. Like they, or Asim said, like they don't need, like they should innovate, but they almost don't need to because they've got so many first, like. Well, they're first party. The first party company. generated content, you know, like they have all their and their. They're big. They're big names. Like, Mario's a big name. Like, everyone, those are all Kirby. Like, Zelda's a huge franchise. 
It's really recognizable, and they introduce some every now and then, like Pikmin came in and out. But I guess like, my issue ends up being is they're the ratio of Mario to everything else is way too fucking high. There's like 20 Mario games for every metro. That's because game. Mario will sell in Japan and it will sell in the United States, whereas whereas like a, whereas like a Fire Emblem game will sell huge in Japan, and it, to be honest, will oh, only do great here actually. But as a whole, saying. the entire franchise will do so so. Well, Awakening was their last shot, actually. I was reading an interview by the director for that game the other day. And he was like, yeah, you know, we the reason we made a lot of the changes that we made to this, i.e. having a casual mode where you, yeah. death isn't permanent and all this stuff, was like, we need this one to sell or we're never making another one of these games again. And it did fucking gangbusters. Yeah. <laughs> it did it really well. Well, I mean, that's yeah. that's a new goal. You can tell, like, even, like, Square Enix, Japanese-based, like, they've really said, like, they... They're not Square Enix anymore. Square Soft. Square Enix. I keep, in my mind, they're Square Enix. Square but... Enix for life. If only. But they, um... Those, uh, FFTAs. But what was what was it before? It was just plain Square. Square and then Square Enix and then Square, Square Soft. Oh, that's true. I didn't even realize that. But they were saying that they have changed they their change model that? to. Was, uh, it's not that long ago. Okay, anyway, yeah. so they changed their model to to be more you to be more casual, like U.S. friendly, essentially, because they're like we need to make sure like they 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 specifically have. It was like stupid. I read an article and they were like, "Yo, in the past, like we just we made one game." And, you know, usually there's our Japanese people on it, and so we just made it and we released it and hoped everyone liked it. But now we actually have, like, developmental teams for, like, each different region to, like, specifically have different features that will cater to each region's, like, own culture and personalities. And I was like, and that happened just, like, six months ago? What? You just got there? You just got there, bro? But Well, I hope that they understand that the overwhelming sentiment of this man is that we need to see another fucking Golden Sun. See more Final Fantasy Tactics games because yeah. I've probably spent, with the exception of open world games like Elder Scrolls, I've spent more time playing like FFTA and Golden Sun than any other game I've ever played. Just more fun. Even when it was just end game grinds to get equipment or characters or whatever, it was still more fun than any fucking game that's come out since. Yeah, that's true. I haven't I haven't played a game. Where like I went back to like and or like I end game grinded in a long time like the well, last thing they actively don't do that anymore yeah for a lot of games because it's too time consuming do we just not have the attention span for it anymore you think well it's, we as yeah, a culture we're and older we, and we don't have the time for the it time anymore, is gone but it's also you're trying to cater to a generation of people who are like 100 percent retards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think, think about you know the the kids who are being born today are being born into like the easiest world that humanity's ever had to yeah, deal with. They'll never know the struggle of dial up. Yeah, I mean, it's everything is speed and everything is I need it now and I want it right now. Like we we're we were at the tail end of the human race when it was you had to work for for what you wanted. Right, you had to put in time. What I feel like the or feel like we're like the grumpy old man around the table. Back in my day, that's true. Entertainment. I don't think that's true in general. Like in Mm. life, it's not like we'll see. We'll see what it's like when the kids get out of college ten years from now. What they're like. I mean, we've already discussed the fact that there's like a debt bubble looming with with student loans and stuff. That has nothing to do with it. It's it's simply like the what the measure of achievement is is. Every generation perverted a I, lot now. I think every generation says that about every generation, though. I mean, ever well, since people got that. back from World War II, and the guys who were in World War II were like, "I have seen shit that you <laughs> would not fucking believe." Oh. They've been saying to I'm all sure, the kids, "I'm been like sh- you fucking kids." Like, I'm sure the caveman was like, "Oh, back in my day, we hunted dinosaurs yeah. and we roasted army. You hunter gatherers and your plants that you harvest. Like, what bullshit is that?" I understand you know? that, but at the same time, like. 
technology is just making it like I I feel like we hit the productivity productivity nexus for technology where we have high productivity and we have technological power. But as you get more technology, I will I will say that with all the comforts of our society, at least like American culture, Western civilization, I know obviously if you're living in like the Middle East or in Africa and you got no food, it's a little different. But there is a point where we have such opium though. We have such comfort right now. That I kind of agree with you where there's almost like not a need to strive to keep pushing. Cause I, I, so I watched the imitation game yesterday and I was sitting there and I was watching this movie. I was like, I'm just trying to imagine what it'd be like to be like in wartime. Like, you know, cause the, you know, they're yeah, in London. Back, like, back, true war. Well, no, in, no. In total war. Well, yes. just, 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 just the thought that I, like, I have no fear. Like, I don't really think I'm going to die until I'm like 90. Like, they're, like, they were showing clips of people, like, little children putting, like, gas masks on, and, like, 800,000 children were put on, like, trains and shipped off to go to safer areas because they're being bombed. Yeah, just get away from the south. And so you were just thinking, sitting here going, like, to live in that area where there's, like, a pervasive fear, like, I will probably never experience that. Or just, just being in that, that era and being, like, there's, like, a goal. We, I mean, if you're in Afghanistan, you've got problems, I guess there's that, too. we don't. Yeah. Like, America, we don't yeah. we don't have to do total there's war not, anymore, because th- we can put in 10% win anymore. Well, America... But, but there's not the push to, like... If I basically could... Um, we can never change anything from here on out. Everything stays static in the world, and I could live happily for, like, the rest of my life. Yes. So, does that make <laughs> sense? Easily. Whereas, like, I feel like back in the day, like, there... Well, there was a lot of there advancement... Was, there's still goals left to make. There's still things left to do. And there's, there are more things left to do now, but I feel like we've hit such a point where like the, the base level and of our hierarchy of needs, like we've kind of covered, like it's almost like an entire generation will skip the bottom level of that pyramid. Yeah. You know? Well, I feel like the pyramid's like been saturated already and we're onto stuff where like, I need philosophical attainment and I want entertainment yeah. needs and stuff. It's not like, man, I hope I have food tomorrow. It's, well, I know I'm going to have food forever now. <laughs> we're literally just it. like perpetual Rome where all we want is our food and circuses, you know? But see, that's, that's very specific, like to America. I mean, uh, places put his And I said, yeah. yeah, obviously if you're, but I mean, yeah, a, a majority, I mean, I don't even well, know. We're talking about majority. video games. I don't think the dude in Iraq's like, oh, I can't yeah. wait for the new Kobe to come out. Maybe he, maybe he is. Maybe though. he is. No, Who knows? He's waiting for the new AK to come out so he can either murder ISIS or join it. So. Yeah, he has a choice to make when he turns eighteen. But I, <laughs> I um, it's that, that tough choice. No. But it, but it is it is like um, I think that's true. I think that people like as like a lot of American citizens, even like the people who are somewhat on the lower end, like. Well, they're the poorest, born. The they're born people with, in America are way more privileged. Well, yeah. than, like, the poor they're, still, they're born with like at least half of their pyramid met. Somehow, somehow, every meets, poor like, person I see always has a cell phone. Yeah, somehow. And when we live in a like, world what? where like you well, can be dirt poor by having a cell phone, a, it's a changing definition of what a basic need is, right? I mean, there are people who are saying education is a basic need, or or access to. To the cellular network, access to the internet, access to entertainment. Like, or there, you don't see people talking about like food is a basic need, all right? Unless you're talking about us giving food to other countries that don't have that. Yeah. Right? Let you it know? be. Let it be known that the future generation of hobos being born right now will still be will be the smartest level of hobos that have ever existed well, yeah, in this world because they will have the internet. Have, like, Google they Glass. will be like yeah. they'll be like hobos. Google Glass. Glass will be like the shitty phone <laughs> that you give away to people. Well, they make like thanks, man. They make one that you put in like at the bottom of a beer bottle and they. Just <laughs> 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 Literally, hobos will be like, I don't know what to eat today. Like, let me Google 
Google, how do hobos get food? Well, yeah. Like, Google, <laughs> homeless man needs eat. <laughs> oh, there's, a there's an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, they, they can even fucking 3D print food now. Like, yeah. we are living in the grandest times was, of human achievement right now. I, it's interesting that we came to this because I was thinking about this the other day. So, um, I was in class and we we're studying um, computer organization and architecture. 230. 230. And... Um, one of the things that they mentioned is they're talking about transistors, right? And how, like, how transistors work and how things just keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller. That's but more slow, bro. Somebody, and this happened years ago, this happened two years ago, somebody built a transistor using only a single phosphorus atom. And when I, and I was thinking, like, we're at that point where, like, someone has built a single transistor, or has built a transistor out of a single atom. Is there any innovation and discovery left to make in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. There sure. is, but not, not, not the level... Yeah, technological terms. Like. There's innovation left, but just the sort of level of innovation, you know? It's all it's all marginal. Yeah, you're not now. discovering gravity yeah. anymore. You're just discovering, like, it's minute effects on Alpha, Gamma, Zeta, 12 it's in all the just, Nebulon yeah. galaxy, you know? <laughs> like, the, mar- the increase marginally is just smaller, you know? It used to be like, whoa, this invention, you know, was huge, you know? Every invention afterwards is just the, the use, right? If... If that man never discovers that atom, it's like that would suck. But we would still be able to function yeah, for most of almost everything we need. Maybe there's yeah. some specific research out there that requires an atom. Well, thing, just quantum but, computing. Yeah. And as I say, I think like I, I I would say technologically, the next big step is is the realization of quantum computing, right? Which, well, it's already here. You understand that, right? There is like quantum a, computers that exist. Yeah, they're not like. A full-fledged computer. They don't have 3.2 gigahertz multi-core quantum processors, but they've built quantum chips now. So right? it's possible, like it's well, they it's proof of concept, and you get. I guarantee you, like if in two or three years, the NSA is going to have a working a full working quantum computer, and they will do everything that they can to make sure that the the average person doesn't get that because <laughs> there's already cryptographic, like relatively mathematically perfect cryptographic algorithms. Four quantum computers that ensure that people cannot snoop your data. Yeah. So the moment that that becomes a widespread thing for people to have, they don't have no power anymore. They're a useless organization for all intents and purposes. But if the U.S. is smart, they'll make sure that that's ITAR restricted technology so that it never leaves the U.S. Because <laughs> that we will be the most powerful country on earth. Forever, as long as we make sure no one else. Are we already the most powerful country? The moment we have quantum technology and everyone else doesn't, we can do whatever we want. It's just it's going to be the same as the atom bomb versus for for that brief amount of time before those fucking Rosenbergs gave the Soviet Union nuclear missile plans. We there was no stopping us. We could dictate world policy because what are you going to do? I'm going to vaporize your capital. Yeah, you know we don't have that power anymore, but. When we have quantum computing where we can, no, um, no encryption will work against a quantum computer because it works so much faster than a normal computer does. You can brute force, you know, SSL in no time compared to it taking a billion years of computer time. Like, yeah, that's the next big yeah. power jump. And then after that, there's nothing. It's just funny we were guns. we were talking about this because like I said I watched the, turn, the imitation game and just watching him like make the first sort of quote unquote computer where he hooked the Enigma machines where he, where, he, <laughs> where he basically solved the Enigma using his machine and you're sitting here and like just looking at that machine like that's what it started at you know or a machine not, as not big really, as this room not like... really like where it's but just kind of the the 
just that's one of the the, the very first quote unquote computers. You just see the progression. You Did know, they it's... talk about the Polish guy in that movie? I haven't seen it. So. No, uh, which Polish guy? There was a Polish guy who actually created what was called a Boka, which was a a pre Allen. Yeah, so he. He talks about the Polish machine, but doesn't. He just says like, "I'm I base this off this Polish okay. machine." But he's, that dude is actually. But he, he right. But he he doesn't actually like say the guy's name or bring. It, but he's kind of say like they're like, "Are you running?" Basically, Alan Turing in the movie is basically just like like Sheldon from or, um, Big Bang Theory. He's just is like he? he's he's got no social skills whatsoever. Basically, um, like I'm sure he got like some form of, like Asperger's. They just didn't know what it was back. And, you know, I mean, that was the value of being a mathematician back then. If you were, if you were socially retarded, right? Yeah. So like, leave it alone. Have, the, have, that, have that have that movie is just him being socially retarded and how that deterred him from getting to his goals because no one liked him because he was basically just literal. Everything was literal and incapable of being nice. Well, not nice, but just like you know, they would say like a joke and you'd be like, I don't get it. You know, I like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I. Sometimes I envy, like, obviously Sheldon isn't a real character, but I envy characters like Sheldon a little bit sometimes because they're so free of the common restraint, restraints of man, right? Like, they 100% dictate how they live their lives. You could do guys, that, too. I could, but I like to have sex. <laughs> and just, they, 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 they dictate their lives, that's fine, but you don't want that because, as you said, you would be ostracized from society. Yeah. And I would but so, that but, in a heartbeat. But sometimes the... The like, I mean, to be Sorry. a person who is just like a to be a, the, a theoretical physicist or a theoretical theoretical computer scientist, where like your whole life is your work and only your work. You're not distracted by sex or people <laughs> or anything. You're just like, let me do my work. And like those people do get into like situations where they do get to like they're like they fully dictate their lives in terms of just they're like, you know what, I'm today, I'm going to spend 10 hours working on computer science and I'm going to go home and play video games and go to sleep. And no one's going to fuck I love how video games going to, you know, you know who else gets to do that? Just really rich people. Well, <laughs> you don't even have to have or this, even normal people. Or just it's people more who common to have extreme Asperger's than it is to be rich. So, <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't know about that. that. If you include all of the China. statistical average, I don't know. Because Asperger's is a lot more common than they originally had thought, isn't it? Like, well, everyone says it's a spectrum, a, right? Well, that's the thing, right? It's if you're even like remotely into it, you're now part of the statistic. So of yeah. course, it's going to inflate the number without yeah. being like real. It's not like a valued number. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like to be someone who is so focused on solely the pursuit of knowledge. I mean, I'm. It's not like I'm like oh, like I 100 percent wish I could be that way because it's, it's like I said, I like people and I like having sex and I like. The distractions in life, you know, I enjoy those things. So I'll probably, I would never be that person. But sometimes I, I envy their extreme that, it's, it's just, It's just interesting to me because I just feel like, you know, 50, even like 100 years ago, like 50 years ago, I think those generations were just so goal-focused, you know, and I feel like our generation, there isn't really like a huge goal. Well, businesses life. have made sure that there is no real goal, right? It's all... Be distracted by our product. And well, all I mean, say, do you think I'm not going to think it's like a societal thing where like they're trying, but it's just you know there were there was so much to discover. There's so much things to do. Like there was for us, we I, we're kind of reaping all the benefits of our prior generations, and because of that, like kind of what we were saying, like we've hit sort of an apex of all these technologies and all these comforts that our society growing up were like. You know, we're coming out like does everyone here go like oh I want to 
hone my skill and to go master this so I can do this, you know? It's just kind of like, no, nah, I just want to have a good life. Like, that's kind of like a sentient. Well, I want to hone my, I want to master my skill. I know you, I, I know, do it in a day. I know you do, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying, we're talking about like the masses, right? Yeah. Like the, the generic dude that's going to college to party, right? Like that wasn't heard well, of back the then. Going people, to college was a privilege to learn. just told him that if you go to college, that degree equals money and that's all he needed to hear. It's not going to put effort into it. He, all he knows is he needs to get degree, Right. Yeah. That's the way the society yeah. treats well, this degree. But even like, you even think about the person degree. that like knew they were sociology. The person come to America that knew that they were gonna be like a janitor for life. But their whole goal was to better their life. You know, they left a place so that their family, so the generational wealth would be better. So like my children could go to school and they would do better. Like even I want my children to do well, but to be honest, I don't have this like dire need to be like, I need to make sure that my so well, the way of I know well, I know I know based on like where I am right now that my children are going to be just fine, you know? Like, yeah. my children will have every amenity that I ever had, and probably more, but I don't have to do any work for that, because it's already been established. You know, <laughs> well, my, you're, my, you're gen, my generation before me put all that, put the foundation down, and I'm, lifting. I'm literally just here just maintaining the garden right now, They you carry know? the fucking hay bales on their backs between Chinese hamlets. Basically, yeah, <laughs> and so I'm here right now going, well, like... So you're, you're second generation, right? Because your parents are first generation in America. They weren't born in America. They weren't born in America. I'm first generation in America. Okay. So but your parents I'm the first were... one to be born in America, okay. so my children will be second generation. But your parents were part of the generation that came over here to seek a better life for you. Like, that. you're a prime example of what you yes, were just talking about. Exactly. Like, I, just, I was using my own life as a Yeah. So, I don't I, know. I'm, I, poor white people have been here for since 1776. <laughs> yeah. Shame. I don't know. I mean, we're we're in a kind of a weird place, and I think. I mean, do you think there's ever going to be almost like a relapse where you have too many people in that privileged position I and they start doing so little because they're I just like fuck it. Rich people already do nothing. Yeah, yes. I just <laughs> about being rich. Like, there's people who are perfectly like we are. You're we're like pretty much middle to upper middle class. It, it takes a while, but oh, I could definitely I could definitely see stagnation occurring, and I don't know how, what form is going to come in, but like I could definitely see there being some kind of. Well, we'll see technological stagnation because it'll just be so insanely well, even, expensive well, even, to move even, on to the next it's, generation. It's, I mean, <laughs> the world is sort of globalized, so it's hard to tell. But like, you know, even America is like our production of of What's scientists are it's incredibly low compared to our population of of engineers, PhD students. Of we also have like the fourth largest we, population in the world, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so compared to our population, well, but even if you just do it on a percentage base, like we. We import so much of our, which, so that's what I was saying. So much is bullshit. Well, but I know, but I was saying, so it's difficult to gauge because, like, maybe we just keep importing and never changes. But there's a premise, like, we are, as a society, as American society, like, we make less scientists. Our people are not as smart, you know, they work less hard. They still make, they make more money than they used to, so clearly there's a disconnect there somewhere. They have more, yeah. Yeah, they have more, but, like, I could, you know, you never know. Like, that could all, "Quote unquote empires rise and fall, and all yeah. all stories of the empire is the same story, right? America you you fight, you, you wish good things get put in place for it to grow, and eventually, like it stagnates and then it decays. So who knows? Like it may not be in our life. Uh, that's the thing is, I feel like in America, if we hit stagnation, you're just going to see so many people being like, "What the fuck are we doing?" There's even people now who are like, "Why aren't we the first in education?" This is ridiculous. We've it spent, doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. though, since the beginning of our country, it's, we've it's been because we're first in military. Like that's a big part of it, right? Like, like we have the best military. Because, like, like we've talked for the military spending budget is like five hundred billion dollars, which is Very the, important, the yes. same as the combined budgets of everything else in our in our economy, right? The education, health, like healthcare, welfare, 
everything right is now, about five hundred right billion, our, and then there's the yeah, right there's now the our problem. money covers up for the fact that we lack a lot of stuff because we have so much money we can throw money at problems. Oh, we don't have enough engineers. Well, we we will pull mo- engineers from other countries because we will pay them more than they are getting. We've and always been that way, though. We're, I think you and I were talking about how right after like World War Two. They just, like, America went in and just sniped as many, like, scientists and engineers well, as that, we could that from was, Russia. That was, A, to make sure that Russia didn't have them, mm-hmm. which is a noble pursuit in and of itself. But, B... Russia would disagree with that. Well, fuck Russia. It's, <laughs> it's, there's definitely a spirit of entrepreneurialness here because of, sort of, the lack of... There's always been a lack of... I mean, you can see now there's a monetary... You know, there's class division now. But there's always been a lack of, like, hey, you come to America and there's not really, like... Like they have a queen and they have like kings and dukes and like nobles in in Europe and then in India they've got a caste system and you know like there's there's not really like there's never been that here so we've always had a culture of like you know capitalism of innovation of like hey you come you got a good idea you can come you can kind of do what you want. There's been class division in this country since forever. But your mobility is greater in America than in many countries. I'm just saying I'm saying the maybe not anymore. (laughs) Well, I said earlier like now there is, but like of of wealth division but i'm just saying for the most part founding principles of america was very like hey everyone come everyone join us we're like mm-hmm. we're gonna think out of the box you know we're gonna do things differently than the way they've always been done and so it's really helped us but i just think that i could see there being stagnation coming in the future what i am curious about but i'll be dead by that happens hopefully the um so one of the things actually like circling back to leviathan wakes a little bit and we had talked about this the other day so in leviathan wakes in the expanse series um Essentially, they're, like, on Earth, they have developed, there are so many people on the Earth, and Earth is so hyper-developed that they actually have, like, a a system called BASIC. And people go on BASIC if they don't want to work. But BASIC is literally, like, three hots and a cot. That's, like, what you get. It's just a prison life, basically. Yeah, you you get that, and that's, and you don't get any money, you don't get any extra cash, like, you just exist as an individual, and the, and the government will basically take care of you until you until you die but they won't give you anything else and like um they they essentially take um like every person when they reach like 18 they can decide whether or not they want to go to go to school or they want to go on basic and if they want to go on basic then they just they just basically say I want to go on basic and that's the end of it but if they want to go to school they have to work for 2 years to earn work credits so that the people at the universities will know that they're worth teaching that they'll actually work if they're educated otherwise they just go on basic for the rest of their life I'm I'm curious if we reach if we go to a system like that someday. Well, that that Earth also has 300 billion people on it. 300 Chinas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like yeah. Three, like uh, 250 Indias. Until we get rid of, I don't know, but they also have this distinct lack of need for money. I don't know. Like the they have yeah, so that's much like money. Full-blown socialism. Yeah, course. that literally There's is no full-blown point socialism. Of money anymore. And that's well, they have and, so much. And, and they that's have so much that's, stuff. And that's a united country. Like that's united only Earth. that's only going to happen when all the Earth is under one like rule. You know, with one giant government, or you know, as I asked, America. America. It will be America. The United Nations of of America. The United America of America. The United Continents of America, dude. Could happen. Do you think that that happened in that? So the expanse is set in two hundred years in the future. Do you think that happened through conquest or through necessity? Both. You think it was just that, like, if the world's going to survive, America is going to be the one that's going to make sure it does. You say that, but I don't know. I mean, like. China could be with with its growing and its rapidly growing economy. It's too authoritarian. People don't want that. But aren't we talking about an authoritarian a government? government? No, well, it's still going to be a democracy. It's just you aren't Sweden anymore. You're Sweet America. 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you are you are equivalent to like a senator instead of being the president of Sweden. Or I don't whatever. really think, to m- my opinion, I don't think it's really like conquest more that it's just American culture is so pervasive now. It's just eventually because the world is so connected, I just feel like... The best what, ideas win, America. Maybe. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying eventually you're going to see this thing and you see it now where where does cultures cross influencing each other's right now? Like even we're even picking up cultural things from 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 Europe, we're picking cultural things from Asia and melding it with our culture and eventually because we're all so interconnected, you know that I could be in India and I'm going to see the same music video or same YouTube video and then it's all become a, becoming a thing that like in 200 years I could just see like there being a global culture, you know? Something happens in India like, "Oh, hey, look at that cool like this is a new wave of like style and all of a sudden like it's in America because the next day you get to see it. You know, you don't have to wait. So mm-hmm. I could just see what happened there was that it just a globalization of culture happened till everyone's just literally, we all have the same culture, like across the world. And now that's going to require everyone of internet and all that. Complete but, hegemony yeah, of values. But it's just, basically. that's the way it is. It's going to take a long time. Oh, yeah. That's a lot more there's than a, 200 years. Well, I know, but, but that's, gonna have to die but I think, that I think that's what's going to happen, right? Like you think, basically why, why did cultures, you know, different cultures exist because of land demarcations, right? Like, we got split off based on ge- geographical issues. We couldn't reach each other. We couldn't reach each other, so people started doing different things because you can see how like no one got influenced, or you can see c- cultures in the middle of two, you know, primary civilizations that got influenced by both cultures. Liechtenstein <laughs> and, yeah. and all of them. Well, even like Turkey is kind of you know the middle of Europe and sort of the Middle East, not the you well, know that side. And so too. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> you, you but you different you, you see the mixings of stuff there, and so I feel like that now the internet is here and basically removed all borders. You know, yeah, it's gonna happen. God, the internet. I can't imagine a world without the internet. Well, it, it's impossible to me. I mean, I guess I can vaguely you could imagine do it, it by just not having the internet. You could do it by remembering what it was like to be eight years old. Well, I can vaguely remember. I can imagine it. I guess I can vaguely remember it. Like, because I remember was when I had internet when I was eight. Ninety six. I had internet. No, I wasn't born in eighty eight or eighty. Nineteen ninety six. Was that when the internet when I came was out? Six years old. Oh, well, six years old. Then. Isn't that when the internet came out? The internet existed sort of. in 1989. Yeah, the internet like, but but, but like proliferation of yeah. like everyone had it in their Whatever house. Whatever the first Mac computer was. I got I internet that. with my with my Gateway Pentium three. Gateway I had a 3. Gateway Pentium three computer. So whenever that computer came out, because that was brand new at the time, that's when I got the internet. I just I remember us having internet in my house when I lived in California. When I was yeah. really young. I and don't, uh, but I, I, before that, all I did was watch TV. That's literally all I did too was well, watch TV. That was the pre-internet, right? Except you yeah. just didn't have any way to control what you it were was seeing. All, it was all take and no give, right? Instead of nowadays where you go write an article if you want, like you've done. Or, yeah. Or you put out a podcast and yeah. let people listen to it for free. Yep. It's a beautiful place that we live in. It's a beautiful future. Wow, it's the, the natural expansion right i mean the expanse one might say yeah the natural <laughs> what? expanse okay what's next on the docket who knows uh h1z1 was a fucking disaster that's true which that doesn't surprise me because every single mmo launch in the past like five years has been a disaster which is weird uh, because you think they would learn more than more than just the fact that you couldn't get in until like six hours after release but like they had the there is record of like the president of soe and all this shit saying like no we're not gonna have like pay to win mechanics yeah in this I, game. I saw some of that like four days before release and then the day of the release like this twitch streamer 
gets a couple airdrops that has like a shotgun, two 1911s, an AR-15, yeah. body armor and shit, and it's like... You told us there wasn't going to be this shit. He well, but but he did say that the airdrop will. This is the president. He was like, well, with the airdrop, though, you know, it's it's random what you get in there, and everyone could it's see it. It's random, except and... it has a gun in everyone, and you're not supposed to do that. Like, so admittedly, they came out and said they're not working as intended, air quotes, but that, to me, from a development standpoint, is what, like, we say to the Navy when there's a bug or a feature came out that wasn't the way that they expected, but was the way that we read it or got told to do it. So I just, so what, I just don't know. H1Z1 I just don't exactly. know about these zombie survival games. Wow. So that's, they're they're okay. H one Z one is it's a zombie survival game, right? It's like, it's, it's, it's Day Z but world. Persistent. Oh, it's better. S O E. Well, it is. Is it? They've made. They have had like more patches in two days than Daisy's had in six months. So, but <sighs> um, it's basically a big persistent. World zombie survival game in the vein of Daisy plus Rust, kind of. It's got like a base building mechanic and everything. Mm-hmm. But like, it's made by the same people who make Plant Side 2, so they know how to make a game with huge scale. I mean, they're, they're, their end projections for when things they shake out all the problems is like 2,000 people on a server. Holy shit. Yeah. That'd be bomb. And like a 16 by 16 kilometer square of play area and i think it's like four by four two by two right now but like i just i just think there's too much incentive not to too much incentive for these companies to make it pay to win because i just well, yeah there's just not that's why they did it they that's the free to play model that's what right? i'm saying i don't like the free to play model for the most part because it works for some games but for games like that where inherently you are surviving there's a i assume there's the distinct aspect of you surviving against other people too right Zombies and other people. So because of that, there people just buy a gun. There, there, there's going to be an inherent want to pay to win, and because of that, they're going to feed that because there's no way these companies make money otherwise. You know, yeah. the, the entire model's built like free to play. Literally, is just a code for pay to play. Like that's really what yeah. play to win. Sorry, that's I mean, really it, it literally it means you can play this game, but if you want, act, if, if you, you want to have to other any things, actual real fun, yeah, you better you need to pay. Pro- it just instead know. of instead of the payment coming up front, your payments coming through the middle. You know, like during the game. But and so, it's not as regulated, right? Payment, right. I mean, I've paid way more than fifty. That's what I'm saying. That, that that's why it's both. Yeah. You've got the scale, and I feel like more people would. If you're into the game, you'd rather pay more. You're gonna pay more than what you put in, rather than like oh, I'm only gonna pay like twenty bucks. Ultimately, you know. Yeah. The issue, I I guess the problem I have is like it's so easy, and Team Fortress Two has proved that this is possible. You can just, or League of Legends, or whatever, like, you can just have cosmetic items, and not items that give you a distinct advantage in-game, but, and make money. But I think that model is a little different than the, like... No, the, it's the same thing. I, I I think the inherent want in a game like the N1Z1, or like... H1Z1. It, sorry, H1Z1, or even, like, even Planet Side, I think there's a distinct want. Like, it's built into the game to want to get an advantage. Of course, and if there is an advantage, you want to win. And well, no, because because it's persistent. The scale is so large that you kill. You want to always be able to be killing and killing at a high rate and being the best person at killing. Like if you were to put pay to win aspects into like Dota or LOL or League of Legends like that, the game breaks. Yes, right. That's you can't play the game with. Well, it. that's also meant to be like a competitive game. It's meant but to that, be so that's so that's why I think that games like that you can do free to play. That's what I'm saying. So free to play games work for. LOL or like Team Fortress or things that are meant to be balanced because you can't have one side be better than the other. In 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 Planet Side, if one guy has like by everything and he's got like the airdrop ship and everything, yeah, that really sucks for the other team, but at the end of the day, it's not gonna quote unquote break the mechanic unless everyone on the team has, you know, bazookas and you're running around with a stick. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like it's... I hate free-to-play. And by the way, it's not free-to-play right now. In order to get into the early access, you have to give them $20, which is fucking ridiculous. Do you get any kind of bonus for that? Is there like a founder's thing? You get their cheap-ass airdrops... You basically get three. That's like the whole new thing is like these founders things. Are, I don't know. I just think it's all early crock access right now. is shit. I don't I think I it's mean, all crock. I really yeah. don't like that system, but it's it's provided me with fun. I just some I just think well, that free but... to I just think that free to play is just unless it's for a competitive game. Like we said, it's just such a stupid. I just think it's a dumb model because it's. Well, no, it's always, a great model for the people who are making the game because they're going to get a shit ton of money. Yeah, I don't know. Like I played Planetside like quite consumer. a. I played Planetside quite a bit, and it's a fun game. But at the end of the day, like the grind to get money was. So so difficult. Yeah, you have so to find hard. a reasonable. It kicked me out, like, so I wasn't willing to pay. So it kicked me out because I was like, I don't want to pay for this. Like just to, you know, just to get this gun. It took me like four days just to get this gun, and then there's the next best gun that's above it. You know, like I we had, we had these airships we were trying to drop, you know, things on. I was trying to upgrade it for the cannon was like six thousand credits. That was like three weeks of like building up my credit, and it's like, oh well, to get my thing fully functioning, you've got to get the like the wing guns and the backseat and the new bombs. That's another like eight months. Or you could just pay ten dollars and get it all, you know? Okay, which I with the exception of War Thunder will never do. And it's I, interesting. I swear that's all vow right now. It's interesting because you say that you hate free to play, but you play a lot of free to play games. Like what? Like that, so there's War Thunder and then there's that Which I don't that, play that much anymore. But you did play it. And then there's that one the Jet, the the one where you're basically a dude with a rifle in World War Two. Do you know that? Heroes and Generals. Heroes and Generals played that, and you were like super into that. Also free to play. Um, Plant Side Two free to play. I actually played Plant Side Two less than anyone else, I think. But you still played it. Yeah, well, so then you must I, love like puzzle games or whatever because you spend ten minutes at all these. Or I like, think. That's a well, no. Argument. Well, that's the thing with free to play, though, right? Because they entry, because entry is nil. Yeah. It's so easy to play these games, but I I would put out there that my collective time spent in free to play games that just it's never going to be anywhere near as high as the amount of time I've spent in like Dragon Age. Yes, yeah, you know I can. Yeah, well, I actually know I can that. See that. Yeah, for sure. Because there's a little timer. And it <laughs> unless me. unless you're really into it, like maybe I know you play the War Thunder a lot because you really enjoy the game. So that was worth you paying for the game. But for most of these games, for me, free to play, like I played Planetside for like two weeks. I was like, yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun. Play with some friends, and I was like, I'm never going to achieve. Anything in this game, unless I pay for well, it, free, and I'm out. I'm out. And so yeah. I'll make sure that you it weeds have out. to can you have to either dedicate your entire gaming yeah. life to that one game, stupid, yeah, or you pay money into it, equally stupid. Especially since SOEs are just like money grubbing fucking sacks of shit. Or you just pay for Not talking to you, SOE, <laughs> <laughs> call out, motherfucker, Put, putting you on blast, Smed. I mean, it's. They they even change stuff in Planet Side. You get these things called implants that are just like they drop, and you get them, and they're like a timed bonus that you get, and they're pretty powerful. Well, they were pretty like not easy to get, but you could get them reasonably, and then all of a sudden, oh wait, now you buy them, so they barely ever drop anymore. Like it's the, I understand it's a business and they need to make money, but. If you have a free-to-play game and you ensure that there's, like, no real competition between the people who pay and the people who just play, then you don't have, like, a real game. Yeah, you definitely. Just, you have what amounts to, like, a fucking roulette machine. Yeah. Right? I think you, I think that, like you said, there there needs to be... You have to find space on the spectrum. You have to find the sweet spot. That perfect spot where it's, like, if someone is willing to, they can just dump days of their lives into 
into a, into becoming the best. Or if someone wants to just pay ten bucks, they can get there instantly, right? But like, I don't think like what you're saying. That, with that, but that's side. never going to be. There's never going to be that balance because inherently, as long as two people are competing for the same resource or they're competing against each other, right? Anytime you pit other people against each other and one person can have an advantage the other person doesn't have, there's always going to be conflict and it's always going to cause an issue. It's the same thing. Problem like WoW has this problem. But the thing is, because it's just a monthly subscription, it's, it's, it's just the problem is whatever. You know, you either stop paying or you keep paying, right? Because yeah. you have the hardcore gamers and you got the casual gamers. Like, who do you cater to? There is no middle ground. Well, that's why, but like the thing you is... Either, you should cater to the be... one or cater to the other, but... Well, you have like, like, I just think of it as you have people who... So you have people who are like, they don't want it. like... There are very few people, I think, who are like... Who fall into the the exact middle where they're like, I kind of like a grind, but I don't mind paying or I whatever. I don't know. There's people who either they just they dig the grind and they're down to do it, and there's people who are like, I don't want to grind. I'll pay the ten bucks. See, I think it's the opposite. I think most people sit in the middle, and that's the problem. Like I sit in the middle. Like I would like to play a game. You know, like I would like to go play WoW and stuff, but I don't want to put all this time into it. You know, so I don't know. It's maybe it's because I'm thinking of it as like you know someone who's willing to grind for like a few days to get something is to me like the hardcore person. But I guess there's people who are even more hardcore no, than well, that. Because you that, did that for four days and you are you said you're in the middle. That's Well, that's the thing is you've got... Free-to-play wants two types of people. They want the people that are going to play... F- to put no money in but play forever. You know, are willing to put in... The, like, that's who the game caters to. Or you put in a lot of money, like a lot of time, a lot of money and get whatever you want, right? It's the middle one, the middle class of people that get screwed out because they're the ones that oh, I want to play, I want to play this a decent amount of time, but I don't want to spend so much time into it that I'm, you know, like, wasting all this time here. But it, if you're in the middle, it's like, you've got no competitive advantage. You're not going to spend the money to get better. You're not going to spend the time to get better. So you're just stuck. Yeah, you're just fodder. You're just stuck. So for me, who's in the middle class, all these free-to-play games suck because I don't want to spend all this time grinding. I don't want to spend my money on it either because I don't think that's what it's for. So, well, here's the thing. The only reason I spent money on War Thunder was because it was a game of quality. Like, the team yeah. put a huge amount of time into making sure that it looked good, it controlled well. Like, there's rarely... I have experienced lag and hacking in that game one time in the entirety of me ever playing it. Like, it's a very polished game. And so I felt like, oh, well, putting 50 bucks in for this, I feel like I just bought, bought the, the game. game yeah. Right? Yes. There's not been a single other game free to play that's come out that I would consider to be a full game unless you were paying money. I mean if you're really into it, then yeah, obviously you're gonna pay the money and that's great. I just find that I don't I just find that most free to play games don't interest me in that way. Yeah. Well Jerry from from Penny Arcade has a really I, I think a good model where he'll play a free to play game and if he really likes it, he puts fifty bucks in he spends fifty bucks on it and he's like, I love this game, it was really fun. Now I have bought I feel like I have bought the game. I guess but we're not all that rich. My, so. my, my problem is, too many is that people too went many further. Free to play games make it so that unless yeah. you play, you're not getting the whole fucking yeah. game. Yeah. Well, I just find like the problem is fifty bucks. At you know, I put fifty bucks in, and I'm still nowhere close to all these other people who are really into yeah. the game. So, so the bar- it's almost like the barrier. It's almost like there's no barrier to entry to get into the game, but there is a barrier to have fun in the game. You know, like which is stupid. Like, <laughs> like, you want to it. have fun first, and then be like, "I'll pay money into this yeah. because it's fun." Hey, look, know? I get it. It's free. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, for me to play, like everyone on their team has got like eight hundred dollars worth of sniper gear. Like, I either need to pony up to be on level with them, right? Or, or you're just, or I'm just, I'm fodder. Right? Yeah, I'm just fodder. Even if I put fifty bucks in, yeah, now I can beat the 
the two percent of people below me that have zero money, but the ninety percent of people that have one hundred fifty, I'm still screwed. Well, and my- it's, an, it's an ever escalating scale too, because I'll, I put, well, I'm going to beat the guy with eight hundred bucks, I'm going to put a thousand in. Well, that guy's are like, well, fuck you, like I'm going to go up to you know fifteen hundred, and so now you got a problem. My hope is that with H1Z1 that they they have it be more like if you want to pay you can, no. but if they're but it's, if, it, if I if the three of us get together and we're playing this game and we're like we just have the goal of being good at this game we don't have to pay we just have to spend a lot of time. That's the whole. But we just that's the whole discussion that it's not going to yeah, happen, and it's really. But sad. my hope is that, yeah. and it is sad that that's it probably so won't happen. It's just because there's so there's comp- there's competition. There's as as said, if there's going to be it's. If it was just survival against zombies, I think that would work that way. Like it would be fine. But well, I think you can kill other But since you can kill other people, trees. you know there's gonna be that jackass with no life who dropped a thousand dollars to get his like eighty airdrops at like, you know, four AM in the morning when no one's online, so you can be the only one that gets it, yeah. or on a server that like has nobody so that he can sit well, there they and have, camp. They thankfully put in pop minimums for yeah. getting airdrops. But you know, so it's gonna you know, like, you're gonna have that guy, and so when we play and you know, if we get murdered by that guy and keep getting murdered by him, what are we going to do? We're going to stop playing or we're going to be like, okay, let's spend more money to go beat him. Or we amass an army of other players to take him down. Until no, he... <laughs> you can never have coordination like that. Yeah, I know. But that's why I'm just going to wait for Dying Light and get my kicks there. And then I will wait six months before I even touch yeah. H1Z1. What is Dying Light? It's just so... It's Dead Island plus Mirror's Edge. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I'm just let's play. I don't know, man. I don't know why these zombie games just never, in my mind, like never seem to do well. I just feel like the execution has been mm-hmm. so bad. Even remember War Z? Was, no, War Z. How, how much of a flop that was? Like, it's called Infections. Well, that remember, was remember this. Remember this. They just didn't. They, did, they didn't make a real game. They they well, people that's, paid that's for the it. And it was I broken. I think you're forgetting the fact that they like straight the, up lied. They straight up lied. Oh, is that everybody. the Russian developer the that came out? The Swedish surprise. The Swedish ones. No, it's Russian. Was a Russian? Yeah. They were like Sergey Titov or whatever. Yeah. 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 Game release. It's very good. That was War Z. Yeah. This is find Russian engineer. This is the perfect game. Okay. Failure, just like country. <laughs> well, I I don't know. Maybe we need to make one then. No, labor of love, not for I, money. I wouldn't want to make a fucking zombie game though. Yeah, make a fantasy game and have it be actually good. That would be nice. Yeah, but well, we've got all right, be on the lookout. Twenty twenty two, sack fantasy game. All right. <laughs> all right, guys, that's it. That's sacking for or sack up this week for this week. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. And I'm Ken. Sack up. <laughs> Tight, 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 t